Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 130. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am Chris Biting. And today we are going to learn why Chris Biting hates the iPhone. Hate is such a strong word, Cliff. All right, all right. So Chris, what's what's up, man? You know, you told me in the pre-show that you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> give some hurt, you know, some hurt hurting on the iPhone here. What's what's going on? It's not really hurting. Um, well, as you all know, there's been a giant security exploit. Oh, in wait, the wait, 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 whoa, 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 hold on. What? What, what do you mean? It, as you all know, I mean this is why we are here, Chris. If 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 everybody all knows this, it's true. Well, it's been in kind why, of mainstream why, news too. Yeah, but mainstream news. I mean, come on. If it's not about antenna gate, people aren't listening. That's true. So okay, th- th- we are here to inform you that in case you don't know, <laughs> true. That's true. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay, um, there is a, a phenomenon in the, j- in, in the jailbreak. In it's called jailbreak in the iPhone world called jailbreaking, where it allows you to run unsigned, unapproved Apple code on your phone. Right. It's been going on since the first iPhone three years ago. Yep. Um, well, they found a giant exploit, um, a problem with the phone the way it is now that allows this to happen just by visiting a website. Um, which for people who like to do this, like me, uh, it's awesome because it's super easy to do. Uh, but it brings up a concern that if you're on your phone or on your iPad, you know anything that runs iOS, iPod Touch, and you go to a certain site that, that can exploit this you know, hole in, in Safari, that uh, they can take control of your, of your phone or, or iPad or iPod Touch. So it, it's kind of a big deal. Um, I would recommend if you're not one of those people that want a jailbreak or anything like that, if you're just a normal user, which is probably most people, uh, as soon as Apple's update 4.1 comes out, whenever that happens, I would recommend updating to it as soon as possible. So this jailbreakme.com is the website, right? It is, yeah. It, so basically you think once they plug this hole, the security flaw... If you go from that point forward, if you go to jailbreakme.com, you won't be able to jailbreak from the web. Right. If you have uh, iTunes 4. Point, or uh, iTunes 4. Point, uh, iOS 4.1 or higher, um, you know, it, 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 will, it will cease to work. Now, there's ways of backing up certain things on the phone. So let's say you do it and you want to go back to your jailbroken world. You can back to, go back to it. Um, I'm not going to go into how to do that. If you want to find out how to do that, you can. There's plenty of information on the on the internet on how to do that. Um, <clears throat> but where my hate comes in for the iPhone and the reason why for I don't know for some time the other night I was looking at actually trading in my iPhone for an Android phone. What? Uh, Say that again. Huh? Oh, uh, for a little while the other night I was actually looking into selling my iPhone and, and getting an Android phone unlocked. That's crazy talk. I know. Well, you know me. I'm very, uh, my opinions and feelings blow like the wind. Well, let me you ask know? you this. Let, let me ask you this. If you only had the iPhone and not the iPad, you would not think that. But because you have the iPad, I'm, a, I'm assuming that that has some bearing on the possibility of even thinking of such a thing. 
It does actually, yeah. Uh, it would, it would so be- wait, wait a second. So back when the iPad was announced, and I and I went out and got mine, and you said, "No, I just don't see a need for an iPad. I everything I can do, I can do on my iPhone. I just I, my iPhone, my iPhone, my iPhone." And I said, "But Chris, I have an iPad. I don't need an iPhone anymore." Yeah. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. See, though, Sorry, sounds. I want a smartphone, regardless. It just sounds familiar. That's all. That's all I I'm know. saying. Yeah. No. I. I'm, I was. Yeah. Because right I think your your thought was, I have an iPad. I, I want to get like you know a burner phone. You know, yeah. one of the cheap cheapo flippy phones or the candy bar phone. No, I, I wouldn't no, want that. I, I didn't I, say I would, that. If, I, I wanted a phone that I, I would still been a smartphone because it had to have been a phone that would still enable te- you know uh, wireless tethering. Exactly. And you know, it's it's one of those things that. Even right now, I'm, I'm still in the back of my mind. It's going, you know what? Maybe I should have, maybe I should have waited and got an, you know, an unlocked. Because it, it, for me, it's going to have to be if I get. I doubt I will, but if I ever do go Android, it would have to be unlocked. I, I would not get a phone that's tied to a particular carrier or anything. It would have to be. It would be GSM, so I can move if I wanted to go to T-Mobile or Cincinnati Bell or, or something like that. Um, I could just by popping in a SIM. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean I don't know. Part of me is like I think like a week or two after I did it I I would be upset about it. Mhm. So that's kind of what's keeping me from it. And there there's very simple reasons that if Apple if Apple and AT&T got their act together, I wouldn't even be toying with the idea. Uh the first one is notifications. I hate the notification system on the iPhone. Yeah, it's not the greatest. But I mean, um, I also feel like there's a, a minor ton of, thing. What was that? It, it's a somewhat minor, minor annoyance that they yeah, can eventually, also, eventually fix. Yeah, I also hate um, all the wasted space on the lock screen. I really, really do. I want to look at a glance, certain information like my calendar, maybe what unopened email I have, um, things like the weather or, or whatever I want. I want something on that screen other than the time. I totally agree with you, um, and and I I think I understand why Steve Jobs doesn't want that there. But if, you know, for the elegance of the clean look when you sign in, and also for maybe security reasons. But I think it should be an option that we have to turn on, you know, somewhere in the settings that we can say, hey, I I would like to display, you know, like this, you know, information dashboard. Which yeah, would- like. What's going on today? Exactly. I mean, we had this back in the Palm OS days. Oh, yeah, and it's been on Windows Mobile forever. The new Windows 7 Mobile looks beautiful. They're, they're, they're kind of like lock screen has a, a small rundown of what's going on today, you know, what upcoming events you have. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then on Android, you can get, you know, when you, open, when you turn your phone on, you get these widgets that go on the lock screen and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's... And then finally, and, and this actually saved my butt yesterday. Yeah. Is and, and you you've talked about this too wireless tethering mm-hmm. the ability to use the data that I've already paid for now you've talked we, we we have differentiating opinions on this but data I pay for already through my phone I want to be able to use it in a bind not use it all the time just use it when I need it if I'm out and about with my iPad or or, or with my laptop like yesterday I lost power at my house and I had to send this 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 file via email that was on my laptop. I had to send it right then and there. And I would have had to leave the house and go somewhere that had power. You know, I don't know who, you know, what had power around me other than um, my neighborhood. I had to send this file. So I just uh, did a couple things with my phone. 
uh, I was able to uh, to do that, and it worked perfectly. And it's one of those things that you know, I don't want to spend twenty dollars plus have my my cap limited for, for for the luxury of being able to do something that's built into the phone. Yeah. If I if I got let's say I got a Nexus One right that worked on AT and T they they have them Google sold them for a while they don't sell them anymore you can still get them you can find them at places believe me I've already checked into it um, and you get uh, Android two point two the Froyo and you install it on there it comes built in it, it, there's nothing else you need to do it just works right. and it just does it either Wi Fi tethering USB tethering it just works and I really wish that that was available Rogers uh, in Canada. It's tethered, but it's still they still just give it to you because it's built into the phone. I think that's uh, it's AT and T, and I think it's a really really awful thing. And that's the main thing that would make me look at getting an unlocked Android phone. Yeah, that, if there was anything that would make me look elsewhere is the fact that I can't tether wirelessly with the phone, even because it is built in, it is available. Um, and and but yet AT and T has decided to lock it down. The other, although blue, uh, wireless tethering tethering is not built into the phone, only Bluetooth and uh, uh, USB, which of course would not work with the iPad either way. Right, right. So, yeah, the thing is, though, if you had an Android phone, it would. I know, but it, or if you jailbroke your iPhone and got the MyY, that's what I've got. It it, it works perfect. And, it works great. And, and let me tell you, I, I mean, that right there is is the way to go. Now, I will, I have adjusted my feeling on this, and, and, and I, I'll just state for the show here what my personal feeling on, is on this. If I'm paying for the unlimited bandwidth option on the phone, I can, I personally don't feel good about the ability, you know, and and if they give you an option to pay an additional fee to take that unlimited and tether it to another device, I'm totally cool with paying the additional fee to tether that advice, that other device. I, you know, because they're giving me unlimited based upon what the reality is of the consumption of this little tiny phone in my hand. But when I start tethering that wirelessly to my laptop or to my iPad, there's a whole lot more media that's come that is likely to be consumed that in that way where I can see, you know what, it's like the unlimited probably isn't what they intended for this plan at this price point, and I, I personally would feel like I'm, I'm taking something that the company was not offering. However, see, okay. hold on, I, I'll, let you, I'll let you give your, in, your open and honest opinion, and then I'm totally cool with that, even if it differs from mine. Okay. But here's, here's my thought. If I went to, what is it, $20 a month for 10 gigabytes, or what, what is it? $20 for two Okay, $20 a month for two gigabytes of data, and then it's $10 for each additional gig, right? Right. Now, if I had that on my iPhone, I, you, I don't know. I'm still, I would be open for other people to argue with me if you want to, but if I was paying $10 for two gigabytes of data and, I, and they had a plan in place for me to pay $10 for every additional gig, well, then I'm paying for gigabytes of data a known quantity amount of bandwidth. And so therefore I would have no personal issues with jailbreaking my phone using the MyY and wirelessly tethering that to anybody in the world because I'm then Yeah, because two gigabytes is two gigabytes. Two gigabytes Whether you use it on your phone or use it through your laptop. Exactly. But unlimited yeah. is not unlimited. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I 
I, I look at it this way, and, and this is this is my personal belief, and and it wrong or right, you know, it, it's just let's say you buy you you get internet for your house, right? Yep. You get one connection. Yep. And you get a router where you can connect as many computers as you want. Right. I don't really think when when Time Warner Cable and uh, all those guys first released, you know, broadband to your house, they wanted you to do that. Right. I, 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 I am willing to bet somewhere buried in the terms of service when you first got that five, ten years ago, you were not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's the same thing. I feel that you're paying for this pipe, whether it's your phone or your house. I'm paying for that pipe, and I want to use it how I want to use it. And if that's to one device or to five devices, I'm paying for the pipe, and I should be allowed to use that pipe however I want. Right. But that's my feeling, and, and, and like and I said, we, me, we have different. You know, we we have well, different feelings about that. So, well, you know, and, and I and I'll be honest with you, I waver on my feelings about that. But here I am, a content producer, right? Mm-hmm. So, so technically speaking, somebody says, "Hey, I'm a GSPN.TV Plus member subscriber. I pay my ten dollars a month. I get access to my content. You really don't have any terms of service or any kind of limits upon how I use my Plus membership and my access." So, w- however, with with the exception, there are some built-in things that I that I have put into place, which is you know if you try to access your your user generated your personalized um, uh, RSS feeds from more than five IP addresses in in a single twenty four hour period of time, you will it'll automatically close you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's just so that you know somebody's not out there putting a link out and say, hey everybody, I hate GSPN now. And by the way, if you want just access to everything, here's Here's how you can get it, right. uh, you know. But but here here's the situation. I've I've actually <laughs> literally had husband and wife, two people in the same household, pay for two plus memberships. That is not my intent. I don't I don't desire that. Those people do it because they it's like hey, it's worth twenty bucks a month to us. But right. th- but I say you know what? Listen, you know, take your your ten dollars. You've paid for the. I mean, if you if everybody in the household has a, a, an iPod, that's completely fine. But but what you're saying is, and, and I, I think if I can equate it to you know me as a provider of of services and benefits to people, it would be the same as saying, well, you know what, I got this, so why can't I just say, you know what, everybody at New Media, I'm going to burn all these onto a CD and just hand them out to you, or hey, I'm going to put these on my my mobile me account and share them out. You know, don't worry, I got Plus membership. Just do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I. I mean, it, it, it's kind of the same way. It's like the, 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 you know, whether it be written or handshake or just verbal or just understood, implied, the, the agreement is that you're paying for this. But technically speaking, can you get by and do a whole lot more with this? And it's, you know, whether it's, it's written or implied or whatever, it, you're still taking it beyond the scope of what happens. Yeah. And, it, I, and I, you're right. It's not costing me anything more. So, so for you to take, that to take my content and then i'm not suggesting that i mean this is all hypothetical Mm. i mean are you really taking anything out of my pocket probably not and could you be exposing me to new people probably so but that's a whole different scenario but the idea is that the implied situation is the same it's like i think in my situation it doesn't cost me anything more if you actually take my content and share it with the world unless those people would have paid me otherwise but I think it may be possible 
that in infra- infrastructure, if you take an unlimited plan where they only their average uh, 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 their their belief is that you might use X amount of data per month and you're using 15, 30 or 40 times that amount of data, there is a real cost in infrastructure. Well, that's their problem. I, I, I think that, Aha, but it is uh, their problem, and it, and it's their and it is a and the the key word there being a problem. The no call unlimited. I agree. Although I don't know if I want to go there. Well, here's the thing. I you know what, Cliff? Um, I want, if I un- could convert it, that it, thirty dollars unlimited to for your to but have. It, but not unlimited. Con- it's unlimited for your iPhone, though. They're, they have very clear contractual limited agreement. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you're right. It is unlimited, but it's unlimited for use on this device. That's the contract you made when you signed up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not no. unlimited for everything, whereas, you know, it's not your home internet. This ain't your home internet service, you know. <laughs> I know. I just... <sighs> I'm just, just saying, have, you made an agreement. $40 a month for two gigs of data for the for the convenience of being able to do something that's built into my phone. I have a problem with $40 for 2 gigs. If they said Chris, tell you what, get rid of your unlimited. Keep the same price. We'll give you 4 gigs, you can use it however you want. And it's a known quantity. I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. Yep. Uh it's just I I've I I have a problem with saying I'm going to have 2 gigs of data. That's my that's my little slice of data, right? Yeah, but if I want to use the data how I want, I have to pay another twenty dollars. Not for more data. I mean, if they gave if they gave you another two no, gigs, I totally that'd be agree one with thing. you. There. If they gave you another, you know, if they gave you more data to use for that price, that's one thing. I would be actually, I would probably be happy to do that. I totally agree with you. That all I'm arguing is that that unlimited does not mean unlimited. Unlimited that we have is is unlimited for the use of that data on the iPhone. As I almost knocked my chair over, uh, but anyway, it, it, it's it's unlimited for unlimited there. But I totally agree. I I personally I don't think that I would feel a lot of conscious, you know, losing any sleep over over the fact that if I was paying for if I paid twenty dollars for two gigs and ten dollars for each gig over that, I don't think I'd lose any sleep if I had a jailbroken phone t- wirelessly tethering to everybody in my neighborhood. <laughs> Because you know, you know, with the big hole, I, I, you could put one of those big gigantic coffee can antennas and, and just <laughs> share this baby out. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is I mean, I'm paying a set amount. I mean, we they know exactly how much money's coming in from me. Tw- you know, two gigs, twenty bucks. It's like boom. You know, another yeah, gig, another I, I just ten think, bucks. Yeah, I, I just think that that uh, AT and T is crummy like that. I mean, I if you, uh, if you look at Sprint, they have that 4G thing. You pay extra for it. You pay an extra ten dollars a month. But it's unlimited, and they say, "Hey, you can tether it to you know your well, computers, and so well, you here, share eight devices with it." Well, here's it's just the, that kind of stuff that makes me look at the other side and go, "This iPhone four is nice, but did I jump the gun? Did did I did I not let my needs sink in?" Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, let, let's put it this way: you know, this argument that we're having right now, I really do believe that in you know three to five years from now. It's going to be so – if we went back and listened to this episode, number 130, five years from now, we would be laughing at ourselves. Yeah. You want to know why? Because, I mean, at that point, we're going to be sitting there ripping through terabytes of data every month, you know, and we're going to be paying $15 a month for it. Right, and, right. And it's like, it's like, dude, I can't even believe that we had that issue. 
Yeah. So I mean, it's it's coming. I mean, it really is. But it, but still, here's here's the here's what I'd like to say. All right. Ten years ago, ten years ago, if you could only imagine watching live streaming HD content in the comfort of your car as you're driving down the road, would you or would you not have paid 150 bucks a month for that that ability? If you had the if you had the disposable income to do so, ten years ago, yeah, <laughs> it is pretty awesome. Like I, do you I watched, see what I'm? Do you see where yeah, I'm going? Yeah, with that? yeah. I, I watched an episode of uh, Arrested Development on uh, the Hulu app on my phone while waiting for StarCraft Two to come out, and it was it was over three G. It looked fantastic, and yeah. I'm like, man, I cannot believe I'm doing this. This is so cool. That's what I'm talking about. See, we get so caught up in where we are right now that uh, that I mean, it, it it's it's just out of this world. I mean, and and then just use he says ten years ago you couldn't even get it. Period. Low quality streaming was impossible on high speed internet. I mean, right? I mean, could you imagine? I mean, we had what was that real real video? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ten years ago, I was getting my DSL. Well, actually. 11 years ago, I was getting my, my DSL connection at my house. That, and I know. That's what seven, I was. It was 768K down and 128K up. And on my phone, I did a speed test the other day, just for the heck of it. On 3G, I'm getting 3.3 megabits down and 1.1 megabits up. My upstream is actually faster on my phone than it is at my house right now. Yeah. And and I I mean and they're talking about remember the dial-up days. I, I dude, I had a 300 baud modem that you put the phone <laughs> in the cradle. <laughs> I okay? had 1200. I I had a 1200 that plugged into the side of my Commodore 64 as so, a cartridge. So so that that's what I'm saying. If we, if we think about it, it's like you look at where we are. We're so spoiled to have this conversation. I know. I sound like a turd. but no you know it's just one of those things that um you know i'm just looking at like these android phones i'm like there there is there is something to be said about the customization now it's also terrible at the same time it's like you know the 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 experience is not nearly as polished or as pretty as uh as the iphone so i think for now what i'm going to do is i'm going to keep my exploited phone yeah the way it's because right now i do have something running called infolock which at a glance displays or lock info. I can't remember which one it is. But at, at a glance, it displays like my calendar. Like I've got a two thirty meeting today. Uh, it also kind of kind of changes the way notifications come up on your phone. It, it just lists them, which is nice. Uh, in addition to the little annoying blue pop up box. But yeah, I mean, I, I think once you have a taste of, of the of the quote unquote good life, um, it's hard to go back. It really is. It, it's hard to go back to a stock phone. Well, well, the the one thing that got me was <clears throat> I was looking at the news feeds. You know, the technology. This is like, ooh, breaking news. Sprint allows you to update to the most recent version of the software from Google. I'm like, seriously? That software's been out for... They're probably getting ready to release the next version. And you're just now letting people get this? Yeah, 2.2, though, it... It's actually pretty fast. They're the, they're the first ones that are allowing people to go to 2.2. Uh, yeah, but how just, long ago just did... got out of beta. That's the one thing. If you had the Nexus one, you'd had 2.2 for the past four months. Yeah, that, that, exactly. So four months later, four months later, you have the ability to get the latest software. I that that for me is unimaginable. 
I, I, I do not want my phone carrier to dictate when I get the latest updates to the software. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that 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 is a downside, and and again, that's where you know having an un well. See, the thing is, if you still get an unlocked phone, let's say I got an HTC Desire or something like that unlocked, I'd still have to wait for HTC to bless two point two, which Ex- could take exactly. Months. That that exactly. That was the advantage of the Nexus One. Sadly, they're not selling it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I, though, though I did just out of curiosity, I did ping a friend of mine whose uh, boyfriend works on the Chrome team, and. uh he, he's buddies with the people on Android team, so I'm going to see if they've got any AT&T Nexus ones laying around. Just just toying with the idea. AB, uh, eBay, my friend. I don't know. If he can get it to me for cheapo cheap, then that might be one. You know? Oh, there you go. Yeah, if I can get the like the friends of Google hookup. Yeah. Because Google is giving away Nexus ones like water. Where's like, here you go. I don't know. I I just you know I I just really I do like the iPhone OS. I I'm I'm really a fan of it. And yeah, I I used the TomTom app the other day to go to some place I've never been to, and it's fantastic, man. Uh, my wife has a TomTom, and it's better than her TomTom. Awesome. Yeah, and it's it's like fifty bucks. It's not cheap, but you get a full featured uh, voice turn by turn that announces the street names and everything, and uh, you can get traffic and all sorts of stuff on it. It's really really cool. Um, I, did you know that I bought Stephanie an iPhone four? Uh, yes. Did I tell? Did I say that already on here? No, okay. I read it on your Twitter's feed. Exactly. So twitter.com Steph- slash gspn. Stephanie and I were. I think it was last week, or could have been. Actually, it was probably two weeks ago. We were. We were doing. She was doing full time mom. She goes, yeah, you know, birthday present. I, I'm not sure that. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get anything. And she says it's not because Cliff's not going to get me anything. It's just because I I do the personal budget and there's no money for it. Uh, so so I'm like, okay, well, the personal budget can't, but. Stephanie could probably get an iPhone four as a business expense. Sure, you know. So uh, she, she actually was not interested when when I got my iPhone four. She was not interested at all in it uh, because she has an iPhone three GS, which by by the way is totally awesome. And totally um, for sale now. Exactly, it's going to be totally for sale in just a moment or in a couple <laughs> weeks. Uh, but here here's the situation. It's uh you know. She she wasn't interested in iPhone four at all, and then all of a sudden, my friend Trisha does FaceTime with me, and then Chef Mark uh, from New York does FaceTime with me, and he's like, "Oh man, Megan, you look so grown up now. I can't believe how how fast you're growing up. Oh my gosh, that's Matt. No way, McKenna. Like, <laughs> so he's blown away, and he's like, you know, all this is like, and then after you know afterwards. I want an iPhone four. <laughs> uh-huh. So, and the only the only thing I regret is that I'm I'm leaving for Boston on Friday morning, and uh, her iPhone four is not going to be here for at least another two weeks. So. Oh, bummer! Yeah, so it would have been cool to be able to do FaceTime with Steph and the kids, you know, while I'm away. But you know, what you could do with a jailbroken phone. What's that? You FaceTime over three G. Just saying. Sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. Just, just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, that's. I don't recommend anybody doing it though. No, I, I, you know, I am not jailbreaking my iPhone four until after my first year warranty's up. Okay, but as soon as it is, I'm there. I'm living on the edge, or, or, perhaps sooner. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like I don't perhaps know. Perhaps when when Chris when I see Chris's jailbroken iPhone. No, I don't know. I'm actually a friend of mine. Uh, well, not really a friend, an acquaintance that I used to work, acquaintance that I used to work with at a 
undisclosed location. She bought an iPhone 4 off contract for like $600. Nice. And I'm going to her house to unlock it and jailbreak it so she can use it on Cincinnati Bell. Sweet. I said, now you're not going to get 3G. She's like, I know. I just want the experience. Is she going to be able to do FaceTime? (sighs) The jury's still out on that one. Because it does do some, the initial FaceTime connect does do some SMS tomfoolery. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, she just, she wants to be able to, you know, get the apps and have the experience of the phone and all that stuff. And but she's like, I don't, I don't want AT&T. I said, well, all right, I'll come over and do it. Uh, but, you know, be advised, you can't take it to the, you know, the Apple store for warranty work or to this or that or the other. So, yeah, <sighs> I guess she's got money to burn, so. So I really, really pushed her towards Android, but yeah, she wants the iPhone. I, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, I'm still, I'm really happy in my Apple world. I have, I cannot believe this, but currently, as it stands today, now this mm-hmm. could, this could change by next week, as we all know. But I can't believe this. I'm more of an Apple fanboy than you are right now. Yeah, you are. That's crazy. Well, yeah, that's crazy because i got a taste of the good life my friend yeah hey i got a friend of mine uh that is thinking about buying a mac and going she's going back and forth on it and uh you know it's funny for me to sit down now and i'm having conversations with people Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there and seeing myself in the mirror like a long time ago where people are saying i don't know i'm so used to the pc and and you know and it's like i you know, I tried the Mac and it just doesn't look easy. And it's like, and, 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 and it, the, oh my gosh, the one that gets me, it's the funniest one ever. It's just like, I, I, somebody said, you know, I try it. I have a Mac and I just, I hate it. I, ha- I have a 24 inch iMac. I absolutely despise it. I, I just can't get into it at all. And I sit there, so, I, I, so what are some of the things that bother you? And she goes, well, number one, it, it, it installing applications is just too complicated. I'm like seriously on the on the Mac on the Mac. I'm like seriously. I said, here's the yeah, problem. Man, it's tough dragging and dropping. It is so. It it was so funny because I remember I used to feel that way. It's like because it's supposed to be more difficult. Mm-hmm. It is. It it really should be more difficult. And I said the biggest problem the Mac has is it's oversimplified. It's too easy. <laughs> and and it, it literally i mean and especially the ones where you double click on the on the disk image and and it just says here drag this icon over here which why you even have to do that i don't know but anyway you should just be able to just like click one button install boom and it drags it over for you but yeah. uh but that i think that throws people the idea that you actually have to just drag an icon over yeah. or there's got to be some kind of catch. There's got to be a catch. Exactly. And so I'm sitting here having this conversation and it's so funny because I refuse to help anybody who has a PC anymore, you know, except for my consulting clients. I do help them. And man, is it a does is a, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare to help people with PC trying to get their Skype mix minuses set up when their audio drivers aren't working in Vista or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a nightmare to get Skype to work for them. But man, you know, I, do you know my, what I did? I just plugged one cable into my computer and it just worked. Yeah, I know. Oh wait, I had to select the the actual name of the of the of the microphone in Skype. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I, so I just select from internal mic input to um to Rode Podcaster. Yeah, 
and all of a sudden it worked and you're like, Hey, there you are. Yeah. And so just, just Hughes in the chat room says, why are they working in Vista? It's like, well, that's the windows world, my friends, uh, where, you know, uh, you know, whereas what is it? I don't know what the real number, but what 90% of people who own a Mac actually upgrade as, you know, within, you know, 60 or 90 days of a new OS, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you, you never want to be left behind. Exactly. And there's the public shaming as a Mac user that happens. Exactly. And I will tell you, I, right now I, I still run Windows XP on it on actually I run Windows XP on my 27 inch iMac every day. Yeah, I run Windows 7 on mine. And every other, I mean there's two other Windows based computers that are in this house. They're never powered on by the way. Uh but they both run Windows XP. I will not upgrade to Windows Vista and I and I'm not I, Windows 7 doesn't impress me. There's not enough more I can't see anything more in Windows 7 that I would actually ever use that's not already in Windows XP. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still supporting it. It would be one thing if they weren't supporting XP anymore yeah. because then you'd be susceptible to, you know, all sorts of nasties, but they're still, you know, they're still supporting it. So, um I play games and I from what I've been reading, you get a little bit better direct X performance in Windows 7. I um I've decided to run uh my StarCraft game and stuff in boot camp. I'm getting much better performance. The video drivers on Mac are not very good. Ah, so, yeah. There you go. See another reason for hate for Apple hate. Ah, uh, whatever. It's not a big deal to reboot. I mean, it, the the system's so fast and booting back and forth, it's not a huge deal. Plus, when I'm when I'm playing those games, I don't have anything else open anyway. So there's no reason for me not to be in Windows to play them. Right. Well, everybody, that is going to cover everything that we wanted to share today. Why Chris hates the iPhone. I said it's not. Hate's a strong word. I, I dislike some aspects of it that are fu- a fundamental part of the phone. Why Chris is thinking about becoming unfaithful to the Apple community. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to switch to Android, but I'm not saying I'm not going to switch to Android. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I, I personally know for a fact that you will not go to Android. I, j- I just know you won't. If, if someone gave me a phone as it, a gift. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I'd switch between the two. And I, I bet you, I would be willing to bet you that if somebody gave you a free Android phone, that you would, within six months of having that, go back to the iPhone. That's a fair assessment. I would say that. I'll tell you what, though, man. It, my wine stuff really saved my bacon yesterday. Why is that? Just being able to, to, to use my connection. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That, I honestly don't think it's gonna be something I'm gonna use all the time, but yeah. it's not. It's like it's a safety net. No, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I could certainly see using it for that, you know, and, and of course, it, it, within reason. Within yeah, I don't reason, leave my house too often. Yeah, within reason, I could see using the my Y still, but uh, you know, I, I I have I have adjusted my feelings on it. It's like you know what, the unlimited. It's the unlimited for the iPhone, but man, you give me if if I was to break it down. It, it, matter of fact, if if I were to un if I were to jailbreak my iphone so that i could use my y i would probably go ahead and switch to the two gigs for 10 bu- or for 20 bucks and then 10 gigs for each over and then i could actually i feel like at that point uh regardless of what the quote-unquote terms of the service and all that other stuff at that point i wouldn't feel like i was stealing anything i feel like i would be paying for two gigs yeah yeah so anyway cool Folks, thank you for listening to Help I Got a Mac. By the way, are you wondering... This is episode 130. 
And and perhaps maybe the last episode you heard from us was way back on July 2nd, which was episode number 125. You might be asking yourself, where's episode 126, 127, 128, and 129? Well, they're there online waiting for you as a gspn.tv plus member. That's right. Every single week, we're here recording an episode of the Help I Got a Mac podcast and many other shows here at gspn.tv. But we only release about one a month for those of you who are not gspn.tv Plus members. Uh, It is an extra benefit, and it's how Stephanie and I are able to focus as much time and energy on producing weekly content, about 7 to 15 episodes a week that we produce here. And the way we're able to do that is because of the the support of the membership of uh, Plus members. So if you want to learn more about how you can become a gspn.tv Plus member, I encourage you to check out gspn.tv slash plus. Anyway, Chris, thank you for everything, my friend. All right. Have a totally awesome week of creating totally great videos. By the way, if somebody wanted to contact you about creating a video for their business, uh, like a tutorial video or a, a screencast video, uh, do you offer that to people individually? I do. Uh, just give me a call uh, at 513-252-2454. And folks, I'm telling you, you definitely want to hire Chris to do your screencast tutorials. He does an excellent job. And uh, do you have a, a website they can go to to see some of the, the work you've done? Yeah, just uh, biting.org. B-E-I-T-I-N-G dot O-R-G. Am I still hosting that or did you move it over somewhere? Uh, it's on Tumblr right now, but I may go back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Depends. All right. Anyway, folks, check it out. Give him a call and, uh, we'll talk to y'all later. God bless you. And we'll talk to you next week. See ya. 